<laughs> that was interesting. I'd say. <laughs> Yikes. Hey, listen. I know your ass belongs to Big Buster. And I totally, totally respect that. But you and I, we think so much alike. You know, like that time that guy got stabbed. And I said that was interesting. And you said I'd say. And you said yikes. Yes. Those are the kind of moment I'm talking about. Sometimes I wonder what it would be like if I were the one who harassed raping you every night. You know, I think you're feeling the energy of our friendship. And you're projecting it into something else that isn't there. No, Glenn, I'm not... Not projecting. I can't look at you without fantasizing about shoving you up against a wall in the laundry room and punching you in the mouth and then raping you without your consent, of course. Hey, that's what makes it rape, right? That's what makes it rape. You, you. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Y'all Real Good. My name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. What we do on this uh, podcast slash YouTube channel is we take one movie a week. One of us grabs somebody from that movie and we watch a movie from that person the next week. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy, pretty simple. We give you a week to watch it. Uh, we we've got some special requests rolling in. We got one today. I don't know if you read the emails. No. Oh, we from this, who? We got, we, got a, we got a request today, actually, from, quote, Top Central Minnesota fan, Tyler. <laughs> um, let's see. You should watch he the says, movie Triple R. Yep, you should watch the movie RRR on Netflix. If you haven't heard of it, it's basically the best superhero movie to come out this year. It's got action. It's got comedy. It's got betrayal. That's the most epic handshake put to film. <laughs> Y'all should love it or at least have lots to talk about it. And if the girl, John and Chris, don't believe me, my wife did not fall asleep while watching, which I thought was impossible. <laughs> Keep up the amazing work watching terrible and or great movies, and sorry, Deb. So thanks, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tyler. <laughs> so thank you for that request. Uh, we'll see if we can get RRR on the docket. Mm-hmm. Uh, Add it to the list. No, it's not what we're doing this week. Nope. Uh, last week we did Chris's pick, which was Walk Hard. Walk Hard. Oh, I was going to say, I already the, forgot the, what the it was. Dewey Cox, <laughs> the Dewey Cox story. I've been damned. Deep Dewey Cox story. And from that, uh, I grabbed a uncredited role, but uh, Paul Rudd played John Lennon in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I took him from a movie that not a lot of people have seen from 2007 that I've seen multiple times. Mm-hmm. I swear to God Almighty, that it was not a spite pick because I do love this movie. I picked the 10. And also, I was waiting to put it on our voodoo. And on Monday, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to put it on yet, but it's $3.99 to rent, $7.99 to buy, but I'm not going to put it on because they haven't watched this yet. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil the surprise. Mm So Tuesday, after we recorded, I got home to put it on Vudu, and it wasn't there. And it's unavailable everywhere, so I had to buy the DVD. And now I'm we have pretty the sure DVD. God smited it. That's I, why I have been smote. Smote it. I was smote. Do you want the DVD back? I'll take the DVD oh, back. Oh, wonderful! But if you are listening and uh, you want a copy of it, 
just email the show at yarealgood at gmail.com and I will mail that sea sucker to you mm-hmm. because everybody I think deserves to see this whether you like it or you don't but mm-hmm. usually we go we give the rundown okay yep. Uh, this one's a little bit different because the 10 is 10 short stories about the 10 commandments. So uh, I'll give you guys the 10 commandments for those of you who, uh, <laughs> you know don't, know, don't know or have never been to church or watched a movie or seen the tablets. Mm-hmm. Uh, commandment number one is there shall be no God before me. And I am kind of paraphrasing these. So if That's I'm sorry, fine. you can uh, lick my ass. Uh, number two is thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. Uh, commandment number three is thou shalt not murder. Commandment number four, honor thy mother and thy father. Number five, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. Uh, number six, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Seven is thou shalt not steal. Eight, thou shalt not bear false witness. Uh, number nine is basically don't commit adultery. Mm-hmm. And number 10 is keep the Sabbath day holy. Yep. So, yeah, those are the commandments. So we're going to kind of just go through one by one what these stories were. I'm going to, you know, I'll give you the quick little rundown of each one and then we can discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so commandment number one, we have basically there shall be no God before me. Like no worshiping false idols. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it leads in with Stephen Montgomery, played by Adam Brody. He's getting ready to go skydiving. And his fiance, played by Winona Ryder, is videotaping him. And, you know, she's asking him if he's scared. And he said, no, you know, I'm more scared about us getting married. And he's standing at the plane waiting to jump out and, and drops one of the best lines. You got something for me? No. no. Oh, okay. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, it's just like that move, that line from the movie Titanic. I want you to draw me like one of your French girls wearing this. Wearing only this. <laughs> But he jumps out of the plane without mm-hmm. his parachute. Uh, the skydiving instructor says he forgot his parachute when no one asks her if he's goofing. And he says, I uh-huh. don't goof. <laughs> so she gets to the floor, sorry, from ground. She gets to the ground. Steven is buried into the ground. Not dead. Not dead. Nope. Fully no, alive. Fully alive. But if they move him, most likely he'll die. Yep. So there he is. He survived a skydiving accident. And now people are worshiping him because. They think he's a god because he fell from an airplane and didn't die. Right. So he gets it's his own sitcom. Yeah, it's his own show. Two feet in the ground. Um, Which is t- funny because his one foot is actually not in the ground and sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes no sense. This whole You're movie right. makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst part of the movie is that. Uh, you yep, know, that's t- it. Yep, the song. Yeah, that's the that's, worst part. That's the worst part of the movie. <laughs> Uh, so he's getting interviewed by the news and they ask him if he has anything to say and he says no not really and then everybody takes that phrase and runs with it they're Mm -hmm. printing it on t-shirts it results ultimately in a field trip class of a bunch of kids jumping out of an airplane without parachutes and dying so then everybody starts to hate Stephen Montgomery right okay his his agent drops him Mm -hmm. so that's commandment number one yep what'd you guys think of that one I hated it I hated it right from the beginning okay (laughs) It it had classic comedy bits like the whole misdirection stuff, and I I actually like Adam Brody a lot. So this is yeah. a weird yeah, part I don't for mind him, Adam but Brody, but yeah, it was just it just it felt like an SNL sketch, which was weird because you hate SNL, especially since yeah. it it this whole movie kind of felt like that. But it was it, each part and each commandment is a sketch, but they're all sketches that 
go on way too long, way past it being funny. I, Sometimes it comes back around where it's so long it becomes funny again, but then it just becomes unfunny immediately. I will say, I do like one thing, one singular thing about this sketch. Okay. Is I like when one of the fans of him had a t-shirt that yeah. said, no, no not, not really. really. And yeah. I was like... I could wear that shirt. Yeah. No, not, not really. That's a great shirt. Actually, like my favorite part in that whole thing, like <laughs> Louis LaFonda, the reporter. Yep. Uh, I like how he hawks a loogie before. Oh he, my god, he does that in every <laughs> scene, like yep. two, scene, two, three different right times. Talks, but when he sits down, like at, for the news report, and he's like, oh, "I think I'm allergic to shrimp." <laughs> <It's just laughs> fucking so weird. Yeah, when he when so he, subtly gross. When he hawked that loogie the first time, I was like, yeah. "Hmm, okay." But then when he did it again. In the news station, yep. yeah. just on the floor. On the floor. I was like, ah, yeah. he did it again. Which, what do a, that was kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah. What do a monkey and a fig Newton have in common? <laughs> Nothing, right? Wrong. Sometimes they're, they're both, both sometimes brown. brown. <laughs> he was so stupid. That's the thing. Like when he jumps out of the plane, and then he and I was like, oh, he's gonna die, and yeah. then he didn't die, and I was like, mm. hmm. and he was buried in the ground with one fake leg sticking out of the ground. Yeah. I thought. Oh, that's what this is. Yeah. Immediately, I was like, that's what kind of movie this is. Same. I thought and the I same thing. kept having a thought that I had seen this movie before. Right. Because I've seen some movie about the Ten Commandments that was a comedy. I swear to God. Okay. It was not this movie. Wasn't this no, movie. As soon as it started, I was like, nope, nope, not. it was not this movie. I've not seen this before. Uh, I forgot to mention, too, the whole thing is narrated by Paul Rudd. Yes. No, yeah. he plays, he's the, yeah. He's the narrator. He's the keeper of the tablets. Yeah. His name's Jeff Riegert. Yeah, and yep. he has the worst outfit on. Terrible. His hair yeah. is terrible. Also, it's he's just like awful. he's got Matthew Broderick from Stepford Wives like hair, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like khakis. Khakis. And like, it's his new experiment he's working on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say too the what was, shit? What was I just gonna say? Oh, so right before we watched this one, Chris yeah. had put on Quantumania, uh, the new Ant Man Wasp movie. Oh, so it wasn't even the worst. Uh, no, but hang, I Paul took, Rudd movie well, that I you watched. A, I took a nap during that. Okay. Yeah, but. At the, I woke up at the, so I saw the very beginning of the movie, fell asleep, woke up at the very end, my favorite way to watch movies, yeah. <laughs> and it's Paul Rudd walking now, 2023, 2022, whatever, walking, you know, up close to the camera, and he has this, you know, narration thoughts or whatever, right. and then we put on this movie, and I was like, because oh, people keep saying, Paul Rudd doesn't age. Oh, he yes, is. he yes, fucking yeah. does. He does. He's in his 50s now, everybody. Him there versus, it was yeah. so... Such a drastic change. I was like, day, he yeah. looks so old yeah, now. He looks, and like, he is old, so I mean, it's fine. Yeah, he's right. in his 50s, he looks good for fifty. In two thousand seven, he was a baby. Yeah, I mean, he, he looked looks very young. He looked really young, but and his clothes were too baggy for him. And I was like, oh, it was very nineties attire. Yeah, yeah. for two thousand seven, for being somebody who's the keeper of right, the tablets. Right, well, come on, get a suit or yeah, something. All right. <laughs> so that was that's number one, Stephen Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these some of these characters do make repeat appearances too. Yes, uh, we'll get yeah. to that. Commandment number two is thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. And this is where we meet Gloria. She's a librarian oh, yeah. getting ready for a vacation to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is probably my favorite of the commandments. Uh, we've got Gloria played by Gretchen Maul, uh, and then Jesus, Jesus Jesus is played Jesus. by Justin Thoreau, who co-wrote. Tropic Thunder, one of our films that uh, you guys actually liked. <laughs> um, so Gloria is taking a summer vacation, and she's going to Mexico to stay with friends of her parents. And we get to this little village. Uh, she's getting a ride from a guy with one leg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what are those a catamaran or? Uh, 
Uh, a cart. It's a cart for it's people who a, don't know that word. A cart. Yeah. He's just pulling a cart. But is it a catamaran for I those of those? Who are, or is that like the bicycle with the thing? I can look. I, anyway. don't, I, don't. I was I'll, picturing I'll a tuk tuk go- too. I'll, but. I'll, I'll Google. All right. You so guys go- talk Gloria's been boning up on her Spanish. See, <laughs> see. Si. Oh, nice. Oh, gracias. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> that was wasn't bad. as good. You had me at sea, but you lost me in gracias. Gracias. It looks like a catamaran is a boat of sorts. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah that's a boat. Du- the dual hull boat, looking like a pontoon. Okay. Yep. So anyway, she 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 meets up with uh, the the friends of the family, and they come out and they want to practice their English. So the 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 guy says, "I want to fuck, fuck your, your tits," and she's oh, like, "Oh no 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 yeah. no! I don't think that's what you wanted to say." And then he looks at his Come wife. How do you say "fuck your tits"? Yeah, how do you say "fuck your tits" in English? Uh, hilarious. So then she meets up with the uh, the local handyman, uh, Jesus. Yes. And they start a torrid love affair for the summer. And then she ultimately finds out that he is authentico Jesus, Jesus. Like, he's the real Jesus Christ. He actually is Jesus. He is Jesus. Uh, and she, uh, you know, aren't you supposed to, like, symbolize the apocalypse? And he's like, yeah, you know, like, I, I've got plenty of time to get around with that to that. But summer's only another couple weeks. Uh, so ultimately, that affair, you know, has to end. She has to go back home, mm-hmm. and she ends up marrying Oliver, who uh, the weasel that was the making weasel fun and of the her librarian. For he told her, told her her gracias wasn't good. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing about this is the this whole sin is don't take the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, the whole if, you, time, if you forgot what the yeah, actual, I, yeah. I did actually the, the, the whole time. Yeah, they're not taking the Lord's name in vain. Nope. Except for the guy who loses out on like the mango that she squeezes when she's squeezing her boob. He says, "Jesus Christ, I was supposed to have that money so I could buy another mango." Yeah. But <laughs> so at the at the end of the scene, her and Oliver are having coitus, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, Oliver, yes, Oliver. Oh, Jesus." And he's like, "Who's this Jesus guy you're talking oh. about?" How would you feel if I yelled out Patricia's name during sex? And that's like, that's it. That was, do not take the Lord's yep. name in vain. That was it. Also, <laughs> real quick, it's called a rickshaw. A rickshaw. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I didn't mind this one because it wasn't as, I guess, dumb. It was a better storyline, at least. Yeah. It wasn't as funny, but also wasn't bad overall. And it wasn't overacted. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst. Yeah. So like I said, it did, this whole movie didn't start off that bad. The first two stories, one was, it was just dumb, but that has comedy aspect to it this one was a decent story and it just fucking goes downhill from here <laughs> my favorite part i'm gonna try to give my favorite part of each story okay, so that we're good. not completely shitting on your movie i mean Thank it was t- i hated it but i know, but, but it wasn't spite i know it wasn't spite okay and you like it and that's fine i know yep. we're all entitled yeah um, my favorite part no was, you're just entitled yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> my favorite part it was at the very end of the story when jesus came back and he was fat in the suit and he, his <laughs> hair was like trimmed or pulled back or something yeah, and he's like the and he was like a vp of merchandising for a prosthetics company yeah yeah in kansas city or, yeah yeah but like that's what jesus becomes yeah is a is a middle man little you know middle management sales <laughs> yeah. person at some company when he comes yeah. back because he's like i don't want to bring on Armageddon. Uh, yeah, i'm, not I'm ready just gonna for sell it. shit and yeah. get fat yeah like good the, for you, the american way yeah. yeah right all right so that, that was number two i really like that one uh, number three thou shalt not murder this one this is the goof this was the one, goof right? one this, this goof, is the goofing oh one. My god and this is where i tell where i anytime i say i'm goofing it's the, because of this Ken, it's Ken Marino. Ken Marino. He plays Dr. Glenn Ritchie. It starts with him performing surgery on a woman. We'll call her 
Sheila Contiello, because mm-hmm. that's her name mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. He intentionally leaves a pair of scissors inside of her. So yes, it cuts to her post-op, screaming in pain. Her husband, played by Jason Sudeikis, calls him in and he's like, she's been like this ever since she woke up. What's going on? And so he puts the x-ray up and he's like, you know, I would say that it's probably these uh, scissors from Grover Shepherd Medical Hospital that are probably causing the pain. He's like, you you left scissors in my wife? Yeah, but as a goof. You goofed? No. No, I didn't as as a goof. goof. Right. (laughs) Obviously, the, you don't understand my sense of humor. Right, and then the nurse comes in. Yeah. and He goes, "What did I, you know?" You were there when I was when I put the scissors in her. Do you yeah. remember why I did that? Uh, probably as a goof. Yeah, if I remember correctly, you did it as a goof. Yeah, just so <laughs> matter then, of fact. And yeah. he's in court. Oh, the court scene too. Get, no. All right, so the court scene. So the guy's out there. He's like, I never, you know. Well, first he's his lawyer. Mm-hmm. who's also a big fan of a goof because mm-hmm. you know when he was in college him and his Polak roommate used to put duct tape what like duct tape the chinaman yeah, i know it, I it's remember. just it's it's, it's, it's just it's full really, of really racist stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he's a doctor so he's yeah. not yeah but <laughs> then uh, he's a white doctor but the best part like well besides the whole goofing thing mm-hmm. is the judge immediately finds him guilty and then the the fucking head juror whatever it gets up he's like don't we have a say in this it's like oh you want to go through the whole rigmarole okay let's do it and then mm-hmm. they come back three hours later it's like we find him guilty like uh not to sound like a dick about this but didn't i say that three hours ago <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no yeah that, that but, was... but, but your honor the judicial system oh please tell her honor about the judicial system i feel like if this had been i feel like he shouldn't have been convicted been guilty what? Why? Because I feel like in real life, a doctor, it wouldn't have been found guilty. No. Because, well, <laughs> I mean, because in the medical field, they understand a goof. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 They know what goofs are. Yeah, like, I would never Judges do anything to harm my are. patient right. unless it was for a goof. Exactly. It was a goof. <laughs> the, it was a goddamn goof. The hardest part about this movie as a whole, but also specifically the story, is I deeply, 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 deeply hate Ken Marino. Really? I I I hate him. Even in the in the other two? Um, he's not my favorite. No. No. He, he has he, he he's fine he's, in that. He's better in that. Right. But him as an actor, every time he's in something I'm just, like I just I don't like his face. Party down? Yeah. I don't he's watch that. Great show. He's like uh, an over exaggerated version of him in the other two. Yeah, it's just yeah. His- yeah, it it works better in the other two because the other type of humor yeah. that the other two has, where it's not all that like super kind of right. I don't know what the word is. Silly, I guess. Yeah, like he's kind of silly, and the whole this whole movie is very silly. It's very silly. Right. Silly, silly. So I feel like it works better in the other two. Be- or he works better in the other two because it's not all complete silliness. Yeah. Right. And it's where not, it is a good balance, whereas this is all just silly. Yeah, it's it's a balance. He fits in there, so it's the small amounts yeah. of him and his type of humor. Right, it's not all that. Um, so in on IMDb, yeah, they have uh, a couple different sections at the bottom of each movie, and you know they'll have uh, you know the trivia for the movie. They'll have you know the production. Here's the behind the scenes facts. That's uh, where you get all your titties, right? Quotes. It's where I get my titties. Uh, yeah. The the other thing that they have is under every movie they have what's called the goofs, things that they screw up in production <laughs> and nice. continuity. Yeah. yeah. The only goof for the movie ten is Dr. Glenn Ritchie left a pair of scissors inside one of his patients. <laughs> That See? is the only goof for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. The yeah. movie's infallible. 
<laughs> Commandment number four. Yep. Quattro. I just hit my 100-day streak on Duolingo. Mm. Yeah. Honor thy father. Father? Father. father. Honor thy mother father. and thy father. Mm-hmm. So in this one, uh, this? We, we meet Dr. Glenn Ritchie I'd, again. I'd like this one. This he's one delivering really He's delivering the twin boys. Oh, this one. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, to, he, deli- gives, he helps deliver two very obvious African-American twin boys. Yep. To, to a white couple. To a white couple. All and, white couple. All white couple. <laughs> Uh, you know, and the father says, "I'm gonna love you till the day I die." Mm-hmm. Cut to ding dong. His d- like dad is laying in the coffin. So yep. then yep. the sons who are now grown, grown. up, you yep. know, they're late Teenage. teens, yeah. maybe twenty, confront their mom and say, "You know, it's time you tell us the you know the truth because what the fuck? Both of you are white and we are very clearly black." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she tells them, She's, oh. "Oh, you know, I, you know what I used when your father and I first got married. I was a reporter for the newspaper and I had the opportunity to interview celebrities." Mm-hmm. And I sometimes, after interviewing them, I would let them fuck me. <laughs> and <laughs> like one, Morgan Freeman like and Morgan Denzel Freeman. Washington, and and one night I fucked Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like, what are you trying to say, Mom? What do you want me to spell it out for you? Yeah, A R N O L D. Yeah. So she completely spells out, "I fucked Arnold Schwarzenegger," which is hilarious. But then she misses. She she goofs. She, 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 she goofs on the last it? name. But it, it, the, the funny part is when she's like S C. I don't know. She yeah. she's the chick from Reno nine one one that I love. Yeah, she's she's really good, and I I like Catherine Keen Keenan Keener. Right? Yeah, I liked in the when she first said sometimes sometimes I would let them fuck me. <laughs> That I thought was funny, but then when she spelled it, I was like, "Ah, oh, you lost me." Yeah, I didn't like that part so much. But when though, just because I wasn't really expecting her to say that, right? But and she does it so well. Like she is a really good actress, and she's a really good yeah. comedic actress too. Yeah. So she was really good in this and then, sketch. Yeah, uh, Carrie Kenny. Kick Carrie out. Kenny. Okay, yeah. so they, uh, you know, she wants them to meet their real father, but you know, apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big time politician now, so he's really and also to get isn't of. black. He's also not yep. black. <laughs> Which is the funny I part. Know, that's but that was why it's funny. So, <laughs> but I kept wanting one of the kids to say, "Yeah, but he's not black, though." <laughs> but, again, that's the kind well, of humor that this is. I, yeah, I, I, I did, I en- I did I enjoy this so one she, as well. So but. she hires. She can't get the real Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. to come meet his kids, so she hires an Arnold impersonator played by Oliver Platt, who's yeah. like just I not. Just, oh, it's and so I do, bad. I do like Oliver Platt a lot, and yeah, he uh, like in my mind, he probably had probably the most fun making this movie. <laughs> probably because David Wayne, the director, probably called him and was like, "Hey, do you think you could?" fake an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation it for a couple days. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be no, good. I it's bet actually, this was, I hope it's bad. I bet yeah. this was the conversation. He probably called him up and said, hey, I need somebody to come in and do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersona- impersonation. He goes, ooh, <laughs> mine's really bad. And yeah. he goes, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Of, of, of course. You're hired. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. When <laughs> <laughs> he says that, and then he kind of does the double the look. Double like, yeah, yeah, like, you know. what I just said? <laughs> I'll be back. With this leather jacket, which makes no yeah. sense for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Does he wear a leather jacket? Well, it's his Terminator, Terminator outfit. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. yeah he's wearing I the Terminator. I was thinking of um, him in, in Predator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, this doesn't feel like an Arnold outfit. So, but I've also never seen the Terminator. Anyway. They, they do a whole getting to know you father-son thing with the boys. And, you know, like the kids are playing along with it because they're honoring their mother and their father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, they're playing catch of the football. Mm-hmm. And ha- having a catch. They're having a catch. And then they end up rolling in a pile of leaves, mm-hmm. as, you know, parents with their full-grown gr- full children do. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, and then he tells them, you know, this has got to be really difficult for you. You know, your father dying less than a week ago, finding out that your real father is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know... Me, Mark Jacobson, has to like come in, you know, so he, he, you know, identifies himself to them, like, you know, I'm Mark, Mark Jacobson, and yeah. like the fact that, you know, both of your parents are white and you are both very obviously African American men. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, and then, so, you know, they go back in the house and everything's cool, and then she's like, oh, you know what? It, it wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger, it was actually Arsenio Hall. Like, no. And then, well, what am I supposed to do? Well, do you, can you do Arsenio Hall? <laughs> <laughs> No, I do a pretty good Eddie Murphy though. Close enough. Close, Close enough. enough. Close enough. Yeah, this one wasn't the worst. Yeah, this I'm is glad- pro- this is actually probably the best of yeah. all ten. I think and this one actually did feel like a SNL sketch. Mm-hmm. Like a, yeah. a, a, this one felt like an actual full out fleshed out sketch. Okay, and it felt one, like a good one. And I'm, and I'm really glad you guys liked that one too because that was, that was that's what's your favorite one? My favorite of all of them. Yeah. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. But Let us know when you're doing no, the yeah. Say, this is my favorite. Yeah. I'll, 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 well, let's see. We just did Honor the Mother and Father. Uh, well, this Thou Shalt Not Covet Thy Neighbor's Goods is one of my yeah, favorites. I really like that one. So uh, the is, the, is this good, the though. MRI one? Yeah. Yeah. Right, Lee Schreiber and Joe LaTrulio, like their neighbors, and uh, Joe LaTrulio <laughs> buys a CAT scan machine. So Lee Schreiber's got to get one. Did they explain why? No. Okay, I didn't think no, so. No. I thought maybe I missed it, but did, absolutely did not. Did get a CAT scan machine? Yeah. What, like a medical CAT scan machine? What are you going to use that for? I don't know, but I need one. I don't know. So, so they're going back and forth buying CAT scan machines. So their houses are full. Their wives leave them. Um, obviously. Obviously. Uh, we meet the lawyer again who's been disbarred for uh duct taping his roommate or him and his roommate duct taping him so now he's a tour guide at the nuclear power plant oh yep so there's a meltdown at the power plant and they need access how are we going to get 75 kids access to cat scan machines then the son and this this part of the scene is really funny and if you deny it you're fucking <laughs> well, i didn't like it where he bangs on the <laughs> window and he's like wait i have an idea what is it what if we get a group of homeless people and they have a competition to see who can live in a penthouse apartment? Janine Garofalo makes an appearance. Yep. And we're like, oh, wait. Is that Janine Garofalo? He's <laughs> like, what's the hook? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, wait, doesn't your dad own a lot of CAT scan machines? <laughs> but uh, Joe LaTrulio and Liev Schreiber, meanwhile, are making up, you know, and they're just, you know, like, what we're doing is ridiculous. They're, they're truth. Truths. Making like, a truce, yeah. Yes, truce. But one of my favorite things and i quote this a lot too with one of my good friends when he answers the door and he's just like let me ask you something do you tip the guys who deliver your cat scan machines like i usually throw them five bucks so they can buy lunch where can you get lunch for five bucks mcdowell noodles i did because we were burger king (laughs) we were playing (laughs) we were playing with teddy at this point on the bed you know watching the movie not like whatever but we were just not paying attention taking notes because how funny it was um i have notes sir (laughs) no no, okay no but we were just throwing the toy around on the bed as we were watching and i do remember when he said mcdowell mcdowell like (laughs) i was like what did he just say (laughs) i like what you did there 
took the name of major restaurants and just changed it a little bit. Eh, it works. McDowell's. McDowell's. Because it was like you saying McDowell's and McDonald's at the same time. Yeah. Woundies. Which is Woundies. funny because McDowell's <laughs> is the restaurant from Coming to America. It is. Yeah, and then we had that conversation in oh, yeah. a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, and then, uh, you know, there's the... Uh, then they're at a bar. They're at a bar listening and they're watching to the news. something to talk about. And then the news report comes in that 75 kids are laying dead on their yard. And they're like... If uh, they had been able to get into the buildings yeah. and get the cat's head machines. Oh. And the owners are nowhere, nowhere to, to be, be found. As they're both watching it like, oh, mm, shit. Yeah. That part I, lo- I enjoyed. Yeah, that okay. part yeah. where they were just like, ooh. Yeah. And then, they're, you know, can I get yeah. you another beer? I'll have one. Yeah. I'll have two. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Leaf Driver too, so that helps. Yeah, with this one, and I didn't hate. Um, Joel Julio. That's the one. Yeah, because yeah. usually in stuff, I'm not too super keen on him, but he was. I actually enjoyed him as when, the neighbor. When he's at the jukebox and then something to talk about, and he's doing his little dance back mm-hmm. to the bar stool, mm-hmm. like that just tugs at my heartstrings every time because <laughs> it's just like I don't know something about that scene, and that, like I, I I understand not being a huge fan of him, yeah. but I do love that part. Sure. Uh, that is not my favorite one, though. It uh, was not my favorite one. So, after that one, we cut to Jeff Riegert arguing with uh, his wife, played by Femke Jensen. Yeah, Femke Jensen. during this whole thing, Paul Rudd is, is narrating the narrating narrating story in between, but in between, he's like having an affair with a different yeah, woman. He's, and he's doing Commandment 9 the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's yep. having an affair with Jessica Alba while cheating on Femke Jensen. Femke Jensen. Yes. Yep. Okay, so... That's Commandment 9. Yes. Spoil, spoily alert. Uh, but they're having an argument, and this is another one of my favorite parts, is when he's like, you know what you can do, Gretchen? You can go. Don't you say it. Go fly a kite. Just you go Say fly something a kite. you're, you're going to regret. <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> go, 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 fl- go, go fly, go a, fly kite. a kite. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so then... <laughs> like you're just cracking up over there. No, it's funny because then when they're making up later, yeah. he's like, "I'm sorry about the fly kite thing. I know your brother died in that tragic fly- oh, yeah. <laughs> kite flying accident." Like, how do you? Anyway, yeah. Okay. So, uh, thou, thou shalt not covet, covet thy neighbor's wife. Now, this one, this is my faves. Was this the faves McGaves with Winona Ryder? No. No. Which one was this? She's thou shalt not steal. That's we're oh, okay. we're getting to her. Yeah. Uh, Covet thy neighbor's wife is when uh, Doctor Glenn Ritchie is Big Buster's bitch, and he oh. meets Rob Corddry. Oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Rob Corddry. Uh, so Glenn, you know, for killing Sheila, Sheila Contiello, he's in prison for life. Meets mm-hmm. Rob Corddry, who's also in prison for life, and you know, he's like, "Hey, do you want to, you know, do some weights?" He's like, "Well, I'd like to, but I'm kind of, you know, Big Buster's bitch." Like, "Oh, he rapes you, huh?" Like, "Yeah, yeah. in the ass, yeah, every night." Yeah, like, uh, of, of course. You know, all the good ones are taken. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously. So they, you know, they do a little workout. They're juicing their pecs, and then they, you know, have a conversation. It's like, you know, I'd really like, you know, I'd really like it if I was your bitch. But blah blah blah. I'm with Big Buster. Uh, I, so in this one, I wrote Rob Cordry, and then I wrote, "I'm sorry, I am really a nice person, but I don't remember that." Like in the thing, I don't know, maybe. I, no. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway. I'm sorry, I'm really a nice person. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. So they have a fight, and then, uh, you know, Ken Marino goes to Big Buster, and he says, you know, it's, you know, I've, you know, so-and-so wants me to be his bitch, and I'm not sure I don't want to be. And then 
they have the talk and then he smacks him he's like yeah i don't feel anything anymore <laughs> so so then they you know he becomes rob cordry's bitch mm-hmm. and then he gets you know raped Mm-hmm. Against his will, so, of course. So, well, of well, course, that's what makes rape. it. Rape. That's what makes it rape. Yeah, I didn't like this one. You didn't like that one? No, no. and I think that's why I didn't remember it as I yeah. tried to block it out. It, it, yeah, it I wasn't. All, it had, I'm, no, I wasn't a fan. No, this is no. probably my least favorite one. Really? Same. Yeah, it, it had all the right characters. They were used very poorly. Uh, I, well, I just didn't like the storyline. Well, yeah. What do you I do? mean? Like, I didn't. I didn't. It, it wasn't. My, I didn't like it. What are you doing? I was just gonna fold this piece of paper for a while, but <laughs> I guess I can do that later. <laughs> <laughs> I also hate Kid Marino, but yeah. yeah here's that. Do you hate? Uh, what are your thoughts on Rob Cordry? Is he the guy who I thought was the other guy? Yes. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. So who? Okay, the guy with the mouth, the bald guy with the mouth, who's in waiting. He plays like the he's the manager in Anchorman too. He's uh. And he talks like to the side, kind of. Chip is he um, in waiting? Yeah, he plays yeah, he's the, the manager. He's the manager. Okay, well, okay. So I've I've seen Waiting one time, and it was the day I got my wisdom teeth uh, okay, removed. So, so I was very drugged up. And, yeah. Okay. So Anchorman, he's the guy who wears a cowboy hat, the sports. No, no, no. That's David Ketch. No, no, I know. I know. The, that's who oh, she. That's I always, always think every time I see I Rob Cordry, I always think it's that guy at oh, first, and I yeah. go, oh, I hate this guy. And then as he's talking, I'm like, wait, his mouth is it's yeah, a different guy. It's a different guy. So that guy's actually fine. Yeah, yeah. Rob Cordry. Yeah, he's fine. I don't I don't mind him. He's great in Hot Tub Time Machine. What happens in Vegas? Hot Tub Time Machine and uh, there's something I've seen him in that I liked and I can't remember what it is. I'll have to look at his movie. He's but. actually in that that TV series. I think it got canceled. The Unicorn, which mm. I watched briefly because it was oh. topical for me. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, I started uh, that one. I watched a couple episodes. It was pretty decent. Yeah. No, yeah. it was all right. It's uh, kind of unrealistic from experience. But anyway, uh, uh, Michael Ian Black was also in that one, which again underutilized completely. Right. Because most of the guys on this were like founders of the state like yeah david sketch w- coming troop the state yeah, the I was state gonna, david yep. wayne wet hot american summer yeah carrie kenny she's the only female so I'll, uh, since you yeah. brought it up i'll yeah. kind of go yeah, through yeah, that yeah. so that's titty those titty us th- there's really not much I know. This, this is the only one i kind of had so basically they were all uh in the state which was uh, an mtv tv show um in the early 90s like 94 95 somewhere in there it didn't last for like, a couple seasons um the original cast the all 11 people that are in it it's uh kevin allison michael ian black ben garrant uh todd hollowbeck michael patrick jan carrie kenny thomas lennon joe latrulio uh ken marino michael showaller and david wayne yeah. wrote this most of them well all of them make an appearance in this movie right most of them have their own either comedy special or they're in another tv show most of them are from reno 911 yeah mm. or make appearances reno 911 so it's all that kind of thing too so they all have great acting chops they do yeah yeah and they're all very funny and if you ever watch you have either of you ever watched any of those old episodes of the state no i've never uh-uh. seen them. oh I, I mean i know it's ken marino so you'll probably hate it regardless and if i'm recommending it but uh <laughs> just like go on youtube and i mean our youtube search history is fucked um <laughs> yeah. but he does a skit sketch where it's uh he he's like i want to dip my balls in it and that's like his catchphrase like at parties mm. and everybody's trying to get him to say it but it's ridiculous funny but if you didn't like this then fuck yeah. off i mean i'm not telling you to fuck off but just don't do it yes what do you got for me <laughs> Pete? i was gonna say the movie i or the show that i'm remembering rob cordry from what he would I mean he was in old school and other comedies that i've seen yeah blades of glory but i tried watching the show ballers because the rock oh, is in it yeah. yeah and i love the rock yep i mean he's kind of wearing on me a little bit now but like there's a period where like 
I mean, everybody loves he's Ryan. Everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's saturated the market. Yeah, and he's in that show, and he's good in that show. Yeah. But so I tried, I think I watched it. I, handful of episodes i know he, we he watched at least four together I think, yeah. well <laughs> so, i mean he's he's really good and yeah, he's he's, good. he's funny his his comedic timing is great i wish he would have played dewey cox um <laughs> so all right so that's could not covet thy neighbor's wife uh commandment number seven thou shalt not steal mm-hmm. this is where we meet kelly lafonda or kelly she was she was the ground was guy's the fian- boyfriend yeah, she was adam brody's fiance yep. yep now she's married to Louis LaFonda, the news anchor. The news guy. Who Fox the loogies on the floor. Fox the loogies on the floor. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. just for any listeners out there who don't know me and know the story yet, because it happened not that long ago, I was at work, yeah. and I had a, was helping a gentleman, an older gentleman, <laughs> yeah. and his older wife, and we were all talking, and he starts coughing, and then he hawks a loogie, like, unintentionally. Like, he was just right. coughing with his mouth open, which, sure. yeah, COVID, old pissed people. out as nothing. And he hawked a loogie on the floor, Ugh. and all three of us looked at it, and then we just looked up and kept talking. What about life? Because I didn't know what else to <laughs> well, do. Yeah, what what do you do? Like what? I because like I you know if I was old and that and I did that, I'd be like, oh my god, do you have a paper towel? I'll clean this up <laughs> yeah. for you. Like, do you need me to call you an ambulance, r- sir? Right. Like, uh... I worked with a guy, and I think uh, <laughs> when I drove shuttle for a hotel, mm-hmm. his name was Wally. Dude smoked four packs of cigarettes a day. Oh. Good lord! Yeah, I was outside. Well, oh, like, I, I was outside with him in the fall. We'll, we'll call it. It was in the fall. Mm-hmm. This guy hawked a loogie oh. that made me dry heave, oh. and it was so oh. thick. Oh. <laughs> <And> no. No. <laughs> All right, and we're in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. He hawks a loogie in the parking lot of our hotel back by where we park the buses. Mm. This loogie survived the winter. Oh my god, no. <laughs> on the ground. It survived snow plows. Oh. It was still there in the spring oh. <laughs> when all the snow melted. Anyway. That's I'm so sorry. disgusting. Like, we just, li- like, everybody just turned their radios up. Yeah. They're, like, all puking on the side of the road right now. <laughs> yeah. But his name is Wally, and there is absolutely no way in hell that that dude is still alive because. He was in his probably 60s then, and, and that he was, was 20 years ago. And he smoked four packs a day. Four yeah, packs no, he died a day. like. He did. Yeah, he died. He died. He died. He died. Yeah. If Wally, if you're out there, man, like, oh. holy shit. He had the gnarliest teeth, and I hate to speak ill of the dead, but he was a super nice guy, and that dude was a hustler, and he could make him money. And we sure. split tips, so I really enjoyed working with him. Sure. With him. But he had fucked uh, up teeth very fucked up teeth like mm. dinosaur teeth poor guy yeah i feel bad when people's teeth are messed up because like they never had the money to like get them fixed because <laughs> i've had braces twice really yeah <laughs> i had braces when i was younger and then i had vince line when i was a little bit older but huh. um and my teeth still are not great but anyway okay thou shalt not thou shalt not steal yep okay winona so, writer they're married now yep because you know Stephen Montgomery's still stuck in the ground, and he's not going anywhere. Nope. He's not Just going dig him out. Let him die. <laughs> let Jesus him die. Yeah, just put a hole in my head. Uh, so they, uh, they're on their honeymoon, mm-hmm. and they, you know, like classic honeymoon, what everybody wants to do, they go see a uh, puppeteer. Yep. Or ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The, the phrase we use in the parlance of our times. Yep. Um, and Winona Ryder, and... I got a I got a review from Chris last night. He texted me and said, "You just ruined Winona Ryder for me." Oh, yes. Yep. So yes, you did. So she thinks of this ventriloquist, the dummy, is so funny, and she's just obnoxiously laughing at it. And he's just talking about 
his big wooden dick Mm -hmm. and let's blow this juke joint Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that and like you can tell lewis is like not feeling it not into it and he's like hey honey why don't you come back to my room and i'll show you my big dick and Mm -hmm. she she can't tell that it's a puppet which is and it's a joke and it's a joke right yeah so, so she's she, like, ooh. ooh. So she does. So she goes back to the green room, and then the ventri- ventriloquist plays along, and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So she ends up going back, like, that night. She leaves the hotel room, says she's going for a walk, and she goes and breaks. And her husband's like, <laughs> I, was, I thought you'd take my virginity tonight. Well, blah, blah, blah. He, when he, and I wrote down, like, there was a few notes that I wrote down. Uh, when they're standing at the doorway of the green room, and he tries kissing her, and she's like, Lewis, I just ate a turkey burger. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> her insults. Yeah, were so mean, but also <laughs> actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I, will I will smack you in the face. Yeah, yeah, I will smack you in the face. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> and then, okay. ow. All right. So she steals the she she steals the dummy. What's the dummy's name? I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it does yeah. not. It's not important. No. And then she has like hours and hours of rigorous sex. Like Alec Baldwin malice style sex yeah. Yeah. with this doll. Yeah. Um, in the room next in to the her room. husband's. Yep. Ventriloquist finds out his dummy's missing and he, uh, you know, he's talking to the police, played by Michael Showalter. And this was my Buffalo Bills oh wait moment of the movie. One, because it was Michael Showalter and he's, you know, and he's a cop. Yeah. He's taking this report and then he's like, yeah, you should call the police. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then they but like Louis Lafonda busts in mm-hmm. and he's like beating up this fucking dummy yep. and then the ventriloquist comes in to take his dummy back and this whole fight's breaking out and it cuts to the four cops outside smoking mm-hmm. and Michael Showalter again says we should probably call the we cops we should probably call the cops but then he also says oh wait <laughs> oh wait <laughs> oh wait like, yeah. we are the cops we are the cops okay that was thou shalt not steal yep what made it? Um, ma- what made that story ruin Renona Wider? Renona Wider. Renona Wider. Yeah, that, her. Because it didn't she ruin was, it for me. No, she was one of my first like Hollywood crushes. It was her and Christina Ricci. Oh yeah, so and uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So seeing her in this again, she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I want to see Winona Ryder in. <laughs> You don't want to see her hump a wooden doll? I don't want, no. I just want to see her as the kind of dumb person who would think that a dummy was real and talking to her and laughing at this. It was just, also, it was just bad. Also, I can't think of, well, I can't think of worse things to hump than a wooden. Ventriloquist, yeah. Well, think a, think a wooden? of the splinters. I know. <laughs> yeah. Wooden. I can't think of wooden. the, I can't think of the, uh, ma- the, the woodmaster that would build a puppet it's a massive wooden an- penis. anatomically correct ventriloquist dummy i mean they're out there i'm those sure those things are oh, so yeah. fucking terrifying too yeah they're i mean i like them if they look super weird which they all do yeah. from like an art perspective i right. like the creepy ones i dig it but yeah not to ride no <laughs> that's <laughs> a ride no they do ride off into the sunset at the end though yeah. it's kind of a sweet ending sure they leave together sure everybody yeah. goes their separate ways uh except you know it's things don't turn out too well for the ventriloquist mm-hmm. that which brings us to uh commandment number eight thou shalt not bear false witness mm-hmm. he wakes up in a uh what do they call them trap house what what no what? he wakes up and like he's a he's in a house with all the all the vagrants and he's on heroin oh a crack yeah, yeah, house? yeah yeah 
No, I think they're called trap houses. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah. Never been. I thank thank goodness <laughs> I can say the same for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he wakes up. There's a bunch of guys there, and he's like, "Oh man, I think I'm gonna need some more of that heroin." And they're like, "Oh, you need some lying rhino." So then he's like, "Why do they call it lying rhino?" Oh, this one. Yeah, the, and yeah, that's why I could block this one out. That's why I don't remember which one. This was the absolute worst one by a long shot. And this I, is the cartoon oh, one. Holy right? shit! Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with you. I love H. John Benjamin, and his voice for it was great. I, I thought this movie was shitty, and then there was literal shit. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, "Well, there it, it is." Sprouted flowers, though. <laughs> it, it's just yeah, the absolute I, yeah worst. i wasn't a fan of this one this was the, this like, was the worst one it was, it was animated and it's basically do not lie so we've got the rhino uh who you know starts off as a locksmith but he can't pick locks because he has no fingers because he's a rhinoceros <laughs> uh so he keeps getting fired from jobs so he ends up uh well he i don't know how you make money off of telling lies about people like he tells something like well he, like he's jerking off in front of old men bees they're all animals by the way yeah yep um and he's so he's making up lies about everybody in town and then everybody's like hey rhino what's the dirt baby and so then he stumbles upon a group of wiener dogs who are drinking sexually transmitted deadly sexually transmitted diseases because they're going to go to town and have a big orgy and kill everybody and kill everybody so yep. as you do as you do right cut back to ventriloquist like well why don't the wiener dogs instantly die and then this is the only really funny part in the thing because the bum laughs and he's like because they're immune dummy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so again these were words actually written and performed yes it, it, it was yeah because they're immune you idiot yeah uh so he runs back into town and he's like every like i'm gonna try to do my john john benjamin impersonation everyone don't have sex with the wiener dogs pretty good thank you yeah. yep yeah. all right uh and every time i see him now i think of that fucking pillow guy that was yelling at us at at work the pillow guy that was yelling at oh uh, him. yeah the guy yeah. that thought millennials knew everything and i took offense because i snuck into the millennial category by one year well also I'm like you son of a bitch don't you want tell. people to sell your shit maybe don't don't yell at them isolate an entire group like the prominent people that are in the working yeah. class right. right now too so mm-hmm. yeah basically anyway. it's like a boy who cries wolf he runs back into town and says hey don't have sex with the wiener dogs and they're like oh we'll show you so they all have sex with the wiener dogs and they all they die, all die. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, it so was then, the worst retelling of a boy who cried wolf. Yes, basically, yeah. And then it was just you know, so why do they call it lying right? Or well, but because he comes by here every day and delivers drugs. So then in walks human version of Rhino wearing the which is not H. John Benjamin. It's not H. John Benjamin. It is also not uh, Nick from Reindeer Games, which is what I thought. I thought it was oh. when he walked in because I was like, oh, like <laughs> and you were like, oh, never mind. I'm like, is that Nick from Reindeer Games? Because that'd be a really fun. Oh wait, but it's not. Oh, but that guy's actually a pretty big time musician. Oh really? Like he does a lot of composer work for yeah, oh. I, yeah. Because I looked in because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is yeah. this guy? I don't Peter, know his name right now. Peter Salad. Peter Salad. 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 Way more fun. Salad. Also, can I backpedal really quickly yeah. and make no. a comment that has nothing to do with what we're talking about? Absolutely. Sure. Okay, thank you. So, Chris, when you said your first crushes were Winona Ryder from Beetlejuice and Christina Ritchie, I'm assuming from Casper. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We make sense now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This like, whole living room. My, yeah. Yeah, our living room's li- whip staff. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, looking at our house, and then I'm like, this makes sense. Yeah. Now. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Uh. 
<laughs> number nine is actually pretty easy because the entire story is about thou shalt not commit adultery. Like and so, it's Paul Rudd's Paul whole Rudd thing. Cheating on yep. Pam Kay. Yep. So he's like Jessica Alba is like a fucking too young for him. Mm-hmm. She wants to party twenty four. Woo! Yeah, Woo! she was. Uh, she was Just really. Some tequila. She, she, was, she was really bad. She was, <laughs> was so bad in the movie. That was the best part, though. That was a sick uh, Jessica Alba impersonation. Oh, thanks. I'm yeah, not going to try to redo it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, one, I don't know if it was this part two, but where he, where he goes to the house and finds out that she's dating Jim Stanzel, the news reporter. And he has to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. I just was in the neighborhood and I had to take a shit. Well, can you come back tomorrow? I might not have to shit tomorrow. That was such a weird. <laughs> exchange i hate yeah. when uh, this is the <laughs> thing i don't like is one you could be like yes it's funny whatever but i don't like when it doesn't make sense it, it's, i think i have a really big problem with that it's the absurdity it's it's absurd, yeah. absurd yeah. yeah it's it's Cause funny because it doesn't make sense it's yeah. funny because it's stupid it's because like, what would you do if somebody uh, knocked on your door and was like i was just in the neighborhood that i'd stop by and see if i could take a shit what okay what would be my i'd be like what yeah there's matches in the top right drawer yeah i i guess i don't know i did i liked jessica alba when she was like will you buy me a pony pony. and i looked at chris i was like oh my god i should ask you if you could buy me a pony but they run into each other so jeff and gretchen that's famke so they they get they separate they separate they're they're each with their own individual she's with jim stanzel she actually no she split up with jim stanzel because his penis was too big (laughs) (laughs) and then just thinking about it gives her many orgasms oh my god uh and then uh jeff is actually with academy award winner diane weist yes Mm -hmm. yeah diane um they you know kind of confess to each other that they still love each other and they mm-hmm. want to get back together but you know he's like well i got diane weist so he just calls her on the phone <laughs> he's like has a little casual, casual conversation. conversation breaks up with her and and then they're all happy yeah yep but, yeah and then we get to commandment number 10 keeping yeah. the sabbath so we go back to oliver this and gloria funny. from commandment number two oliver skips church and oh the naked and sits yeah. around naked mm-hmm. yep. right so the first one he he's just walks around his house naked one i wrote uh because he's like i've got three hours who the fuck like three hours at church uh that church better be an hour away because fuck that shit how long was your church growing up i'm catholic church is an hour an hour yeah Yeah. oh ours was usually a little bit less because i'm lutheran but yeah it's about oh ours was two hours but sometimes would run into three and the the church down in illinois Mm. yeah two and a half like oh yeah oh i I think i've sat in probably church longer than three hours oh guaranteed so then he it's awful uh just it's just just terrible. just because you mentioned it i have to bring this up so for uh this is the one with all the naked guys whatever right there are 16 different people that are just cast as naked guy yeah so <laughs> in, in the credits just but naked, naked guy naked guy naked guy naked guy naked pretty guy, much all every and then guy, there's naked guy on bench every guy in the movie every guy like every male character that's in the movie is naked in this scene like yeah. Louis yeah. lafon is in there mm-hmm. jason sudeikis is in there but he's telling his uh buddy like the after the first day mm-hmm. about it about you know it was great you know why don't you come uh why don't you come by next sunday we'll let our balls swing around uh-huh. and and funny this is look, the funniest line probably in the entire movie mm-hmm. i would say because uh, he's like is this a gay thing he's like no man i'm not gay i mean sure i blew a few sailors in the 80s but that was the 80s <laughs> i still for the life of me can't figure out that rubik's cube <laughs> so, so, dumb. so essentially 
So then he shows up, they're naked. Mm-hmm. And, they are uh, naked. Yeah, and they basically kind of start like a little mini cult. Not, yeah. Yeah, where they, uh, mm-hmm. all the guys come over, they get naked, and they listen to Roberta Flack for three hours. Yeah. Which, and, you know. Is keeping the day. Go for it. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Here, here's my question. People who walk around their house naked. Yeah. Confuse me. Right. Because that's not me. That's and not it you. seems very uncomfortable. Because, like. Yeah, I, I don't need that flapping around. Well, it's just, just like there's stuff around the house. Like, I don't know. Right. I don't have a problem with it if I, if I like bop out and I'm like, ooh, I've got warm underwear tumbling in the dryer. Oh, like, sure. yeah, yeah, I'm going to run. Yeah, I'll run, grab it. But well, that's, that's different. Uh, You're also, running to get clothes. That, yeah. <laughs> that is also if Molly is not in the same zip code as you. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's your, like, yeah, if that's your any, like, little bit of freedom of like, it, ooh, I'll run across yeah, the, the living made, room. I've made the, it almost seven years without her seeing me naked. And yeah. Lord help me. Yeah. Like, I, like, I hope I can make it Un- se- several more. Yeah. yeah. Because nobody, like, all... <laughs> Were you going to say nobody needs to see that? <laughs> well, I'm not like I'm not going to say me specifically, right? But nobody needs to see their parents naked. Oh no! Yeah, I walked yeah. in one time when my uh, dad after my dad had taken a shower. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I was very I was probably about Molly's age. Okay. I don't like remember. I just remember I, like opening the door, and being like whoop, and closed the door immediately after. <laughs> Who's the? Uh, oh, Anthony Jeselnik. He's got the joke. He's like, I'll never forget the thing. I'll never forget what I said. The first time I saw my dad's dick, huh. dad stopped texting me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, anywho, so, so yeah, so I, Nick, like, I like I, his I blew humor. a few sailors in the eighties. Yep. Um, and then when Jason Sudeikis walks out of the bathroom, he's like, "Hey, I just took a dump and I didn't have to pull my pants down." He's like, "Or up." He's like, "Correctamundo." <laughs> and there's where I thought of Yuffie, because he said, "Who invited Henry Winkler over here?" <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, he's crushed." <laughs> uh, room full of Fonzies, perfect. Yep. So then, the <laughs> my dream. Yeah. So summer. room full of naked comedians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my first crush, Winona Ryder. Her first crush, Henry Winkler. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. My first crush was Alyssa Milano. For those of you uh, devoted listeners, you found that out like probably long time ago. Five first episode. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the governor of the state calls to say church ended early and every like your wife's coming home. Right. So because that's how that works. That's yeah. how that works. Yep. The governor calls. Yep. You know. Uh, so you know Gretchen Mall walks in and uh, catches them all naked and then they break into a musical. Mm-hmm. They they did indeed. Uh, talking about how freshly shampooed are their pubes and their rectums. That was the part when they started singing. Right. And Chris does not. I do this very frequently, but Chris does not do this very often. Where I just heard a like a, a like an audible sigh. I did it multiple times through this movie, but I know, that one but that, that one, one was, is one I heard. Yep. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I will admit that the uh, the musical at the end kind of I don't changed the tone of the movie. And here's the thing. Any, yeah, that's what changed the tone. <laughs> I think, no, it was like, how, how are we going to end this? And so they were just like, we'll do a musical. We'll do a musical. Again. Like, yeah, let's let's write that, and, and it'll only we only have ten minutes. So yeah, let's put and, this together. <laughs> And there's shows and things that I love, and every time they do a musical, I'm like, I fucking hate that episode. Yeah. So it's not even just the movie itself that I, but I really hated it, the musical part of it. Right. Because yeah. I even hate that in movies, I shows I like. I just hate musical numbers. It felt. I don't like, know why. It felt like the episode of Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where Bart wakes up from the dream. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, oh, it's fine. It's like, oh, but the gas turns you inside out. It's gonna start coming <laughs> it's in. Seeping in, yeah. And then they all turn inside out, and then they start dancing a musical number. I'm like, what the. Fuck what, is happening? That's what this is. Yeah. Only worse. Well, 
because it's not the Simpsons. So again, yeah. So that was the movie. That was that was the movie. That was the movie. Uh, so basically, what we learned from the Ten Commandments is just be good, good yep. people. John, let me ask you this. Yeah. When? How old were you when you saw this movie? Did you see it in theaters? Uh, uh no. I don't I, think this movie was in it, theaters. It, it was limited release. Oh, okay. Uh, and oh. it's like a think film. I think it was a Sundance film. Honestly, oh, okay. uh, I didn't do a lot of research on it. Sure. Um, and by the reviews that I was getting pouring in from the two of you last <laughs> night while you were watching it i was like oh I'm, like I'm, i think i'm gonna be on my own on this one um because like <laughs> how old do you think you were when you saw this movie i so it came out in 2007 mm-hmm. i'm gonna say the per- first time i watched it was probably 2010 maybe 2012 okay and i i mean so you were probably in your late 20s early 30s late 20s late 20s okay and that makes sense i mean i I was in I was in the right mood. Yeah, and I I was I was with the right people. Because that's the thing is the right mood, the right time, the right age, right people can make a movie that's like not that great really right. really good. Yeah, or make it like really really bad. Like it's exactly. gonna go one way or the other. So f- when you watch this, is it like? I really genuinely think this is really funny, or is it like a nostalgia thing at this point? At this point, I think it's it's more of a I mean, nostalgia it can be both. thing. That's no, fine. because if like if if I would have gone into it watching it for the first time at my age last night, yeah, I would have been like, I could be asleep right now on my comfortable <laughs> That's purple floor. What I was thinking, I was like, the, I could take a nap during with this. the hyperelastic polymer gel <laughs> cradling all my pressure points, yep. <laughs> dispersing instantly, the heat instantly, instantly cradling, instantly cradling, yeah. Uh, that's what I would have been thinking now, but now when I watch it, it's like nostalgia, and then just yeah. laughing at the ridiculousness of yeah. it, like Oliver Platt pretending to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. God. Yeah, like, again, that that was probably my that favorite one. That, yeah. one the, yeah. that one, that one in the Jesus one. Was, I wasn't a fan of the Jesus one, but that, stuff that one like was that fun. too, and like the fact that like ju- like I don't know Justin Thoreau, like just like the big names that came in to do this movie. It was really it Leif Schreiber, like yeah. who's not a Absolute comedian. Mess. <laughs> this this felt it, like uh, what was one of the notes? It felt like uh, movie forty three. Yes, a bit where it had massive names come into it yeah. and do this just bomb of a terrible stupid movie. But also a lot of these people were in the sketch companies originally, so right. at the time they had these big things. So they they came out. It didn't like make them, but this is very on par for them. But then you have like Jason Sudeikis come in and Lee Schreiber and fucking Winona Ryder, and yeah. you're like, what are you? doing but, here i mean you gotta think though in 2007 like sedacus wasn't big no like, yeah, a lot no, of these right. like latrillo right. was not big like a lot of those people Latrillo's, no because they, they were only from you know the yeah. mtv show i mean so leave schreiber was he was coming up yeah i guess but i mean well and winona Ryder was big when she was younger but how long had it been since she had done something at that point you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah. and then all, like like all the guys doing the state and it's just like the difference between this and movie 43 is most of the people that were in movie 43 didn't realize what kind of movie it was. Yeah, they went, in, true. they went in and they shot their scene. Yeah. And Hugh I, Hugh I Jack- have a feeling Hugh Jackman did. Hugh Jackman. Because <laughs> like, he had nuts he had hanging from pros- his Prosthetic neck. balls. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I started watching that movie. I did not finish. <laughs> shocking. Yeah, that's what she shocking, said. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This Another was... one over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> this was... Yeah. This okay. yeah, this is probably my m- most hated movie. Like this yeah. is o- has overtaken Waterworld. Yeah. So it, uh, like Club Dread, like is in the rearview mirror. I think this is worse than Club Dread. Oh my god. Yeah, by a long shot. Yeah, it's and it's it's this Club Dread and then Waterworld well, for my top three hated movies of all time. I am. I, and again, so you're welcome. You I made it, it was, to the top three, and, and it wasn't a spite pick. <laughs> no, again. I know. So I, like, I, although. I, 
no. It, Part of me thought while we were watching, while I was like, well, and the thing, the thing was too is like last night, like because I was getting the texts pouring in from both of you, mm-hmm. and I was like, are they goofing? Because <laughs> yeah. maybe they're on the goofing scene, and you oh, were like, like, oh, hey, let's goof, let's goof, John. Yeah, you know? no. But I like I had just gotten done like working a full day. Yeah. With. Uh, <laughs> you just got done yeah, working a full, a full day. day with people. Yep. And uh, I was at my fucking building it doesn't have internet yeah just uh, falling apart the roof is getting replaced i live in a luxury apartment by the way <laughs> like the roof is getting replaced so there's fucking shingles and garbage bags laying all over the ground and i get home and then i don't have the internet like and <laughs> so i was just in a bad mood and then you guys are goofing i feel like you're goofing me and then well, i was like wait i really don't think they like but, this but, <laughs> well because part of me when i was thinking like oh is this a spite pick because then i was like what did I do to John lately? Because <laughs> like, then I was like, maybe it is a spite pick, and then it's gonna be like, ha ha, you know, this. sucks to suck. Yeah. This is for no. this. And Remember like, when what? I promised to never spite you? Right, and then I was like, what did I do? Like, yeah. what did I do to deserve this? No, I, I genuinely thought that there would be enough good parts, and I know I can't tell you guys what to do, but if I pick a comedy, can you watch it separately? Sure, we can try, try to. to. Yeah, yeah. Here I, although I don't know if I would have made it through if I haven't had I not watched it with Chris. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, no, I would have because I would. I have to. Yeah. Like I have to. Right. Like I have to. But yes, yeah, so I just. Can, I mean, not, if you I pick, mean, if you pick a comedy, yeah, we'll watch it separately. Oh, I'm gonna try to make my next pick like a fucking ten time Academy Award winner. Like, <laughs> you can't say anything bad about this. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, like I'm sorry, I yeah. hated it. No, but, like, and that's I okay. fucking hate. Like it's it's, it's fine. The, it's kind of like Dewey Cox though. Where sorry, I'll get to your. It's kind of like Dewey Cox, where as we're talking about, like I've been half, like <laughs> yeah, and you can kind of laugh about it. Yeah, there's a couple lines that you yeah. can you can talk about that are funny, and yeah. you're like, oh, this was funny as they were talking yeah. about it, but it did not translate well <laughs> to, no. to the screen. Where, that's part of it too. Is five it's, bucks? Yeah, yeah. McDonald's, right? McDonald's, Burger King, <laughs> Burger King, Woundies. So you're, it's just basically it's, it's digging through a pile of shit to find the corn. You're like, yeah, yeah. okay, that was kind of funny, but yeah. I dug through shit to get it. Like yeah. it wasn't. Meh, like but. again there's some repeatable lines in there yeah. that translate better to just talking to your friend exactly that don't like, translate very well to quotable film. like yeah, right quotable. i will yeah. smack you in the face yeah god i loved how angry she was at him and i don't know why because i had no reason to like <laughs> yeah. like she was so mean but she it was, was so I, mean that I, was I of it too was again the absurdity and that's probably why yeah. it, it, it worked for her because it's like that's not that's not that's, who she is yeah, yeah. So, what did you have your fingers crossed for sorry yeah Okay, so I was just gonna kind of go through because we I was texting John when I was watching this, and I just I, I had so I just want to go through just the few lines that are my Sorry. notes. It, it's gonna seem now that we've talked about it, it's, right. it's not it's not gonna be out of context, but it's just kind of as I go through it. So first, again, we watched this on DVD, mm-hmm. so it didn't have English subtitles. Okay, I need to watch movies with subtitles because I'm fucking old and hearing and the AC is going and whatever else. Every so single I, I like time I watch the show, it has subtitles. Okay. Yes. Uh, the only option for that is in Spanish. So if I turn the subtitles on, it would be the Spanish language in the bottom of this. So I was like, okay, well, fuck that. That's dumb. Later on, the entire movie, at least the one where it's Jesus, is they're just speaking Spanish and it's in Spanish subtitles the whole time. I'm like, motherfucker, this is yeah. irony or what? Also, the fact that because it didn't have subtitles, we had to turn the air conditioning off. Oh. So that we could actually All hear. Right. And the sound was super. So we had it, we had it turned up to like. 40? It was in 40, yeah. It, okay. like, it's bad. So that was like not pleasant. <laughs> so that didn't help with the movie situation. So you're just in a bad mood. Well, I wasn't you, in a bad no, mood. No, he actually it wasn't might, in a bad mood. It might have been the wrong kind of mood to watch the movie. Because yes, I was in a I good agree. mood to watch it. I was actually ready for a comedy. And then I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah. But 
but it, so that I, didn't genuinely, help. I genuinely thought that you were gonna like this movie. And, and it, parts of it, and again, I love all the people in it because I like some of that. But the comedy is not for me. It was like uh, I think another note. It's like it's like I think you should leave. Uh, which there's some great parts in that, and I love the guy in that, but it's a really fucking terrible show. A lot. It is a terrible show. So that, that's, that's another that's one too that people felt. assume that I will love. I've never yeah. seen and it, and I'm just like, mm, I, so it's like Tim and Eric too. You've never watched yeah. or seen it, but that's that's what this kind of reminds me of too. It's just a lot of really dumb sketch comedy, and yeah. So again, it, I I should like more of it, but it just it it wasn't what I thought it was going to be and it wasn't what I wanted. You know what I would I bet I we should check if the DVD has blooper a blooper reel cuz I love blooper reels blooper and I bet reel, this yeah. one is really funny. There's probably a lot of really good behind yeah. the scenes with yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let you hang on. I'll to hang, it. I'll hang bring on it into, for a couple yeah. days yeah. and bring it to work cuz we'll, I know should. I know our friend Buffalo Fingers who just did the Twinkie Wiener challenge it's available on YouTube. Yep. We I all we all did the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the the next notes are uh, so the Jesus look. This is basically he looks like a Spanish Jared Leto, but this this dude is somehow less cult like, even though he's actually Jesus. (laughs) Uh, And then I was like, I stopped typing stuff mostly because I'm just trying to black this movie out. Uh, And then it was uh, worst kind of comedy, and then H. John Benjamin. Yeah, so H. John Benjamin being the voice. I'm like, oh god, that's amazing. And then he ended up being a shitting rhino. I'm like, god damn it. I do like that scene when he's been a he's been a can of mixed vegetables in a movie. So. Yeah. Is that in Sausage Party? No, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, sure. yeah. He plays. When yeah. the part when after the cartoon was done in that sketch, and then it came back, and it was the person, and then he shit on the floor, but it was like the perfect like shit emoji with Poopy the little emoji. flower, yeah. and I was like, I, that's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> that, oh, like can you can imagine just a human being taking a shit and I having just, a flower grow out of it I immediately. Just, well, I was imagining the like props department. Yeah. <laughs> just having so to like, make that. like here's what we need yeah. we need a poop like it, a perfect poop coil coil yeah. with a little daisy out of it yeah. can you make us that and they're like sure, sure. Gladys and yeah. wardrobe is like <laughs> whipping it together yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I was picturing is like somebody had to make that and I yeah. love somebody went to college and was paying student loans <laughs> and had and to like, pay that had uh, to make that Mr. Wayne what do you need me to do today well I need you to make a pile of shit with a yellow flower also, coming out also what it. a yeah. dream job yeah I would yeah. love to work in a props department that would be yeah. so fucking Absolutely. fun that would be a lot of fun okay so uh, you want reviews, some reviews, reboots? What do you got for us I was gonna do my three titties three titties and then segments and then we'll do segments cool so, uh, Winona Ryder signed on to this film without even reading the script, which oh, makes a lot more sense. That does make a lot of sense. Because she is a fan of David Wayne's work and What Hot American Summer. So, he's, yeah. she's like, yeah, fucking let's do it. David Wayne, hell yeah. And then Ooh. it was this. And she was probably like, ooh. <laughs> you, you know what? No, she probably likes it. Uh, yeah. she's, a fan, she's a fan of David Wayne's work. She, yeah. she was all um, And she I got an overactive she, really she fucking killed it. She committed so to that character. She did, it yeah. The other titty. So, along with being the voice for the animation sequence, H. John Benjamin was supposed to be the lining rhino's body, but he did not show up on set for that day because I'm guessing he didn't want to fucking be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but the part was recast of Peter Salat, who, yeah. not Salid, Salit, uh, and he's done all the other work that you right. probably covered. Yeah. Uh, the only other titty, at least that I found or interesting or found, period, which I just laughed at, was this film features both a character and an actress named Gretchen. Yeah. That's it. That's the titty. I, I thought of that too, which would be a, a good segue into our fuck Mary kill. But do yep. you want to do reviews first, or we can do our segments and then I'll do a review. Okay, sure. So yeah, fuck Mary kill. Because mm-hmm. well, for fuck, I did Jessica Alba. Obviously, same. Okay. Okay. All right. But then for Mary, I did Gretchen Mall. Now, which one was she? She's the one that played Gloria. 
Who is Gloria? The the one who squeezes the mango. Okay. 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 And here's the thing. All right, like I'll, I'm, I I didn't necessarily <laughs> like her character that much. And there were a lot of women, I guess, to choose from to marry. There was. There was. But she allowed her her husband to get out of church for how many weeks in a row? Yeah. 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 And. You know, I, for, I, for I the like that. dumbest fucking excuses, yeah, too. I, I got bulimia. Yep. Like, oh, stay home. Okay, honey. Yeah, okay, honey. Like, you want to be married to something like that. Sure. And I have not liked her since the movie Rounders. Mm. And I loved the movie Rounders until I became a poker dealer. And now I hate the movie Rounders. <laughs> sure. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. Who are you killing? I'm killing Louis LaFonda, the newsman. Oh, the yeah. Logie guy? Yeah. Ugh. You yeah. don't, you don't, I mean, even, yeah. I know Stephen Montgomery's down on the ground, and but they're standing there, and he, like, starts singing to her. It's like, you don't mow another man's lawn. No. No. Wait for her to leave it, then then he can swoop in. Yeah. Sure. He's in the ground. What's yeah. he going to do? Okay. <laughs> He'll probably well, die. If I move, I'll most likely die. Yep. I got tickets <laughs> no. to the World Series. No, okay, what do you got? not really. Uh, oh, <laughs> so I, for F, I picked uh, Lee Shriver. Okay. Because okay. he was the only guy in this movie that would even be a maybe yeah and he's got money because he can buy cats exactly yeah. even, though he's a, even though he's a homicide detective right <laughs> right yeah I don't know. for mary i picked gretchen but i picked paul rudd's wife paul rudd that gretchen yes okay. that gretchen, gretchen gretchen regert yes that's the one yeah um because she seemed the most sane right of anybody in anybody. this movie yeah yeah and then for kill i picked paul rudd huh because i was really annoyed with him in this movie. That's I love Paul Rudd. I fucking hated him in this movie. It was bad. I, I really I did really like He was quite cringeworthy. I wish you would have stayed awake for Quantumania because you would be like, this wasn't even the worst Paul Rudd movie I've seen this week. <laughs> I, this is the worst one I've seen today. I've finally finished it. I didn't hate it. It took six installments of me trying to watch it and I fucking, like, I hated it. It had, I, uh, it had I parts of I hated Modoc. That was the Modoc dumbest was, fucking thing. Modoc was dumb as fuck and like I guess the one part where I kind of actually chuckled, which because I know weeks back I said Michael Douglas, like it felt like he had like the fucking, like a target on him, like a laser on him, like we're gonna shoot you in the heart if you don't do this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when he quotes the book and Paul Rudd's like, "You read my book, every, every goddamn, goddamn word." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Disney Plus, you're so progressive." Yeah. Okay. Uh, wh- yeah. What's your FMK? Yeah. Uh, so it was Jessica Alba for the F. Yep. I already mentioned that. Uh, Mary Winona Ryder because. Well, <laughs> first crush, yeah. Okay. Crush, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then for kill, I did uh, the director, the producer, and anybody who helped get this movie made in the first place. <laughs> kind of like how I killed uh, the director of Club Dread. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We reboot goofing it. You yeah. Let's. I did. I rebooted lots of characters. Did you? All right. So instead, here's what I did because I there's a lot of stories within this. Right. So instead of recurring trying to, characters. Well, so I did actors yeah that i would just replace okay. and i tried to do ones that were re- reoccurring Recurring. yeah okay. so yeah. I, don't, I don't think i got them all i probably threw one no, you know fine. whatever but so for ken marino yeah ben stiller okay yeah paul rudd jack black mm. okay because i love who doesn't love who jack doesn't? Black? yeah uh jessica alba jennifer lawrence okay i want to see that new movie she's in i think that would be the sun kind of that's kind of what because yeah. i saw the trailer for that so i was like oh I, she in here uh leaf shiver brad pitt okay makes sense Winona Ryder, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it works. So that, I would, feel like, that would get a theatrical release. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if they were to make this movie now and it was better, this is who they would cast. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Chris? Uh, I just said just take Winona out of it. Just 
uh, you can replace her with someone if you want leave to. Her, just leave the rest take, of the cast. Yeah, leave the rest take, of the cast. Take my sweet Winona out. Who yeah. would you replace her with? Take my sweet Winona out. <laughs> Jennifer uh, Lawrence. That would work. Um, because huh, she does puppets. Would work. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Uh, All right, who's your re- what's so your reboot? Fun. So I re- I rebooted just a few of the recurring. And so kind of okay. Jeff Regert. So I made Jeff Regert, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I'm in. I'll watch it again. Yep. All right. Done. And then for <laughs> Kelly LaFonda, Winona Ryder, I made her Emma Stone. Could see that. Uh, for Doctor Glenn Ritchie, mm-hmm. uh, John Krasinski. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Could see I, that. Just the scene where he Sudeikis is yelling at him, and he's like, "Yeah, but as a goof, yeah, like yeah. I, can, <laughs> I can, I can just see, see him doing Krasinski that. from the office doing like it was a goddamn goof, yeah." Yep. Um, and then for Big Buster, who we didn't really talk about, but uh, I did Pedro Pascal. Oh, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Yeah. It has yep. Jake Gyllenhaal and Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I'm watching it again. All right. 100%. What do we got for reviews? Okay. I have, let's see. I'm a little sad that John Hamm was only in it for like a half second. Yeah, me too, he's actually. Great, like, he's so too. funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, um, you, 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 like, you blink and you miss him. Yeah. He was a skydiving instructor. Yeah. Okay, so this one is, so I went on actually, so usually I do Google reviews. Or Rotten Tomatoes. Sure. This one I went on Amazon because I just wanted to see. I was like, oh, I've never looked at that. So this was for the DVD of the 10. Yeah. And this one, it doesn't have a name. It just has Amazon customer. Yeah. One star. Huh. Remarks about Jesus. What if Jesus was still around? We're still around. Maybe he'd be dating. It seemed insensitive to who Jesus was and did for all of us. I watched the first 10 minutes and then canceled watching the rest. If you want to make fun of something, use polar bears. Well. Now that's something I might <laughs> laugh at. <laughs> Make yeah, a real person wrote that. A person, so, a, a human being. If you want to make fun of something, y- use, polar, use bears. polar bears. I read okay. that and I was like, uh, what? Yeah. what? All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, well, this one <laughs> said I've bought five copies of this movie and all five do not work. Which I <laughs> I'm glad you're <laughs> They did. keep trying to watch. They're so dedicated to watching this movie, they bought five copies. Yep. No. Um, oh, and this was the other one that I thought was funny. A blasphemous parody so painful to sit through, it seems designed by the Almighty as punishment for heathens and sinners. Okay. <laughs> yes. That one was from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Uh, that's all I got. Okay. And I figured you would only look at the negative one, so, well, right. I, I, yeah, so I, pulled, out a, I pulled out a good one. Okay. Go this ahead. one's 10 out of 10. Okay. This is from Arball12. Okay. Good, great start. Funniest movie of the summer. So that means this movie came out in the summertime. Okay. Was this review written the time it came this out? This was written August 24th, 2007. Perfect. Okay. This movie is just balls out, goofy fun. <laughs> balls out. Balls out. <laughs> Bravo, David Wayne. Please goofy don't fun. wait another 10 years to make another movie. This flick is definitely not for everyone. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. A sense of humor is required. I realize... <laughs> oh. realize mainstream comedies are all about people getting hit in the head with champagne corks, tennis balls, and various food items, but other things are funny, too. There's more to comedy than funny faces, crazed animals lunging at throats, and obvious jokes you see coming from a mile away. Not that the 10 is highbrow humor, it just comes from a different place than most Americans are used to. Ever notice how when you go to see a comedy, people in the theater always laugh the hardest at gags they already saw 20 times in the trailer? (laughs) Too many people need to be told when to laugh and don't know how to react when something comes out of left field, and the 10 comes from far left field. Very, very far. Those of you who love this movie should get Stella on DVD. 
and laugh your asses off at the antics of Wayne, Michael Ian Black, and Michael Showalter. Those of you who hated this movie can go fly a kite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, as you were reading that, I forgot. I actually did pick one good review. Okay. Uh, it gave it three out of five. Kay. So not not the best, right. but... And it said the, the title of this review was Not Fun for All, because that's what he said, right. Not for yeah. Everyone. And they wrote this in 20, August of 2022. I loved this movie in high school. Has it been that long? Holy and, fuck. <laughs> and my mid-twenties. I rewatched it recently with someone who had never seen it, and I think it's a nostalgic like. If you like the director, you should know about you should know about what to expect. It's kind of a goof. It's total goof. <laughs> so that was the ten. So that was the ten. That was the ten. What are you picking off of this are one? Are we gonna Helen? rate it? Uh yeah. <laughs> we, I mean yeah, like, I that. already know what you guys are gonna rate it. Zero. So. Zero. <laughs> I'm going three and a you half. You know what? I'll give it one tiny little quarter of a star. Quarter star. Quarter star. It's so you said so all, I'm nice. All time worst movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Number one. And I didn't do it out of spite. That's you what's crazy. Ha- happy accident. Yeah, happy accident. <laughs> happy accident. Yes. So I apologize. That's so okay. Please don't take. No, uh, I'm not like upset no, about it. Yeah, it's not. All right. You, and you did genuinely. You pick whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I picked fur. Yeah, so. I understand. And yeah. I like. I'm over it. I've, <laughs> I'm over fur. I think somebody actually listened to fur today. Nice. Um. So what are you picking off of this? So I went with Leaf Driver, obviously. Okay. And picked uh, 1996, which I thought it was 98, but 1996. Scream. Scream from 96. 96. Where he is barely in yeah, the he's, but he, he, he doesn't even have a line in that movie. No, nope. he, he's literally on the TV as like they're, yeah. they're bringing him to yeah. jail. So he's not even like he's a live in the, character in the movie. He's on the TV screen in the movie. As, <laughs> yeah. But then he's, he comes weary. back and he's What's in this. What's fucking crazy is that, yeah, his name is Cotton Weary and I know that he has no lines. Okay, so we're, yeah. <laughs> we're But watching. he comes back in the second one as like a full-blown character. But, yeah. anyway. but we're, all, we're doing the Scream. we're doing the, the original. The, the OG, OG Scream. Yes. yes. With Nev Campbell. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Yep. It's 1996. That is. Where is that available to watch? Um, we watched it on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Yep. Um, but you can rent it on Amazon. Okay. It's on. I mean, Scream is so huge. Everybody and they have owns new, it. Yeah. Everybody owns it. It's on everything. It's, it's almost on like Prime. Twister, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's out there. It'll be easy to find. Oh, and again, yeah. So I already apologized in the beginning about how this movie was available and then wasn't and, and then, then wasn't wasn't. So most of you haven't seen it, but like, first person to email the show that says i want this dvd th- we'll mail it to you for free that we don't know yeah it can't be a friend yeah we will email you this Adam. dvd yeah but uh actually um let's see we could probably make a dvd like a dub video dub and like so if we get more than one we'll see oh, but good. yeah if you have never if you have never corresponded with any of us and you email the show and you want to watch this movie we will send you it for, for free, free on DVD, and we'll even throw some stickies in. Well, and Ooh. yeah, we'll pay for postage. So. Yeah, and that's at yarealgood at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on all the platforms at yarealgood. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't watched the Twinkie Wiener Challenge yet on YouTube, you can church, church, you can search for that on our channel. And uh, if you also want to do the Twinkie Wiener Sandwich and then record yourself and send it to us, we'll post. We'll it. watch it. Yeah. We'll watch it. We'll post it. Mm-hmm. So watch. We can do like reaction or videos post for it, it and like tag us somehow. I'm yeah. sure there's a way to do that. Yeah. Stitch it. That's on oh. TikTok, but I don't know. Can you stitch it on YouTube? I don't Maybe. know. We're, we're like I told Buffalo Fingers. I'm like I'm gonna make you a millionaire overnight. <laughs> like the song said. <laughs> And yeah, he's too and he, young to get that reference. Of course he is. But so next week we will be doing Scream from 1996. Yep. Yep. That was the 10. Next week we're watching Scream. This was Yeah Real Good. My name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.